0: Long ago, two friends played through Toby Fox's Undertale. After they played, a war of words broke out between the two friends. After a long podcast, both humans were victorious. They sealed this podcast underground with a flirty spell. For the first time, this podcast... The Left Behind Game Club, episode 62, was released. Legends say that those who climb the mountain may never return. You're listening to The Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob Accord, and today, I just have one friend with me, um, but he's a good friend. Oh, okay. Uh, Travis Colnut. hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, we're going to talk about a video game, and as a video game we're going to get right into. Yeah. Uh, this is Undertale, mm-hmm. um, developed by Toby Fox. Published by Toby Fox. Crazy. Um, this game was released on many different platforms. Um, Microsoft Windows, Linux, PS4, Vita, Switch. Um, first released on September 15th, 2015. Um, I want to actually start off with two warnings before we actually get into the bulk of the show. Oh, okay. Okay. So the Warn me. F- w- the first warning is... You've played the game. Yeah. I've played the game. But if you are listening to this and you have not played Undertale, I implore you to hit stop right now. Don't listen. Don't listen to this because we are going to spoil everything. Reverse marketing. (laughs) (laughs) We are dissuading people from playing (laughs) Undertale or rather rather listening (laughs) to our podcast. Um, And the second warning is to please be forgiving. Um, This is a game with a stupid amount of lore. Yeah. And I am certain that probably me but travis or i might get something wrong um just forgive us because this game has a stupid amount of lore i'm nodding but you can't see that because
1: it's over <laughs> just the internet with my voice it plays well on a microphone <laughs> if you, what is the
0: sound of my head makes when i when i nod it sounds <laughs> like an empty empty void an empty void <laughs> yeah like the start of undertale oh here we go Segway. oh my god um what's the basic premise of undertale um, I, I guess the game
1: starts off immediately with the once upon a time there was monsters and humans and, uh, pretty much they lived together. And then for some reason they, the monsters all lived underground and all the humans were all on the, above ground and you start off pretty much as a human that falls down a deep, dark hole into the underground where the monsters all live. And that's kind of you're kind of thrown right into it. Um there's really you could sit there and watch the whole intro sequence there that kind of gives you like the basics, but I don't think I remember most of it.
0: No, and most of it really doesn't come into play until yeah. much much later. Like very very late. So. Yeah. So you're in Mount ebot that's the name of the oh, of the mountain. I don't even know if I knew that was the name. And I think the year is 20XX or 202 yes, 20- yes. 200x, I think. Yeah. yeah. Something along those lines. And I guess when you fall, um, you fall into like a bed of flowers, flowers? petals. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you immediately meet the first character of the game, right? Yes. Flowey Oh, Flowey oh, oh, God And Flowey seems like a really nice person Yeah You're like, hey Super super pleasant Super pleasant Hey, come over here Let me show you how the world <laughs> works I, This is how I imagine Flowey's voice starts like this yeah. Where it's like, hey, why don't you come over here Let me just show you all the good stuff about this world Don't yeah. worry, I won't hurt you <laughs> But soon it's like a stranger with a van full of candy Right uh, It just turns incredibly wrong right. Very fast Very, very fast
1: Um, So I guess like to kind of explain how the gameplay works in this game it it's it's a role playing game you're a character that moves around a map and everything but when you have like random battles you're so the idea is that your you are your soul and your soul is a little heart and it's pretty much like a bullet hell game, um, which I did not know when I started playing this. I thought it was going to be like turn-based because I know it's very inspired from like Earthbound and, or Mother, sorry, and uh, all those kinds of things. And so I figured turn-based like battles, but it is turn-based, but when you're attacked, it's dodging attacks within a little confined space. So... Um, Flowey pretty much says, like, oh, these, you know, these pellets that I'm shooting out, they're, they're, uh, you know, you want to get these because they're love and and everything like that. And as you go for them, it actually depletes your HP and he then, like, heel turns on you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that would be the noise. And then, um, he, uh, pretty much says, like, yeah, no, uh, like, your heart is your, like, that's your soul. And, um, this, he's trying to pretty much take it. Um, And, yeah, so you get attacked. So, and he pretty much tells you, like, from the get-go, like, it's kill or be killed. You need to, like, either protect yourself or you're going to die.
0: Yeah, and it gets really hairy very fast. Yeah. Um, until your kind of the, the first other major character apart from Flo- the second major character yeah. comes and that's Toriel who yeah. comes in to try and save you. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that it's kind of a play on tutorial. Yeah. 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 As, yeah, a, yeah. as a,
1: as I kind didn't of know word how play. to name, how to pronounce any of the characters names in this. So I had to like look up how to pronounce it. And then I was like, Oh, okay. That's like a play on that, I guess. And like, even then I don't know if I can say her name properly. Toriel. Toriel. Tutorial without the T in front of it. So, Toriel. Yes, Toriel. Toriel. Well,
0: I had that thing right before we started the show. Um, I think, I forget if it was me or you, was talking about the characters and just said, (laughs) Asgore, and then immediately said, that's probably not how you say that. No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But Toriel comes and saves you from Flowey and kind of hand-holdingly takes you through. Literally
1: hand-holding you. Like, you're a young child and she's like your adoptive mother. Yeah,
0: in a really weird... Ironic kind of way, because her name's Toriel. Yeah. And like that's what tutorials do. Yeah. They literally hold your hand through the world. Through the world. And like, she did a bad job of it sometimes. <laughs> Cause like she's like taking you through
1: like, okay, so here's how the world works, and there's gonna be like overworld puzzles that you're constantly having to solve. So like this game kind of flips between um, you know, turn-based um bullet time events and uh overworld map puzzles that you're kind of just Flicking switches and opening up paths so that you don't die. Um, and so she pretty much like for some of the beginning, she like shows you, oh, you know, you have to flip this switch to, you know, turn off these spikes in the floor. And then for one, she's like, I'm just gonna do this one for you. You can just follow behind me. And I'm just like, okay, I, this isn't teaching me anything. She
0: takes the training wheels off very fast. Oh yeah. Though, at and one it, point, she's like, you're gonna just do this run by. Yeah. And, and then she disappears. Away. Yeah.
1: And then she doesn't like she disappears forever. And then she gives you your, her phone number. And then she pretty much like you don't find again for quite a while and like you get oh yeah because i guess she like teaches you how to fight against a dummy right and so in the, at the very beginning of this tutorial she kind of teaches you how to fight against a dummy and uh she you know you you have different options along the bottom so I, like i mentioned you have like the little box that has your heart and you have to kind of dodge whatever attacks come your way um so you have different op- options that's when you're getting attacked but when you are doing the attacking you can either fight you can act You can use an item or you can uh, mercy. Um, So fight would actually like attack with whatever equipped weapon you have and deplete their HP. Act gives you like the option to either check. So like you can look and see what their HP is and like you get a little like flavor text. And then, uh, or like act will also give you like random options. Like, so in this tutorial, you have the option to talk to the fake dummy. So you can just sit there and talk. And then it gives you like, like a fun little, you know, comment saying, Oh, like, uh, you know, you're speaking to the dummy, but it doesn't understand you because it's a dummy. And then, uh, item, you can use an item. And then, mercy, you can either, like, uh, flee or sometimes, or you can spare. So, um, which kind of builds into how you play this game, essentially. So, Toriel is very adamant about, like, don't fight. Just you talk to it. Have a conversation, you know, and, and move along from there. Like, and you should be okay. Like, that's pretty much her advice is just to talk to it. You don't really have to fight it.
0: Yeah. Toriel is very much like a motherly figure yeah. in that, like, imagine you're going onto the, the schoolyard mm-hmm. and your mom's like, that bully that's, t- that's giving you heck at school yeah. is taking your lunch money. You got to be better than him. She, be, go over him instead yeah. of through him. Don't she, she, fight. She may be like a
1: mother figure, but I did flirt with her. Huh? <laughs> um, so the, hold on hold you, on slow down you have the option to flirt with her uh-huh. um so there was i think it's oh yeah um so she gives you a cell phone so you can contact her and then so i was just like calling her nonstop because i did it. like i wanted to see what every option was going to give me and you have you have the option to call her mother so you can hold on what you have the option you the option in the phone like the the voice option that you have is uh, can I call you mom or can I call you mother? And she's like, sure, if you want to, like, that. That I'd be okay with that. And then you can hang up and then you call back and there's an option, flirt with Toriel. And then it's like, and so she's like, so she's like blushing and whatnot, but it's also, you get called out for like, f- she's like, I don't know why you would want to call me mother after saying those things to me
0: <laughs> more or less. So yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, the moral of the story here is if you're going to flirt, um, uh, make sure that you call the mommy after you flirt. With yeah, them. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Toriel, yeah, yeah. Um, boy, um, you end up going to their house, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: So you go to her house, um, and, uh, pretty much, uh, you can kind of, she kind of like, you know, sets, you get to sleep in her bed, you get to sleep in a bed, not her bed. Oh no, God. We're and not then, flirting anymore. <laughs> She's a mother. Um, figure out. You get to sleep in a bed and she'll make you like pie. And, you know, uh, she, it's pretty adamant about you staying in the home. She doesn't really want you to leave. Um, but you have to be pretty insistent. Like, Hey, like I want to go back to the surface. Like I want to leave. I want to go through what is called the barrier. Um, so there's apparently lore of the story there there's a barrier that's blocking the underworld with the monsters from the overworld with all the humans and uh, you can't really go through and so she uh, your character wants to go through wants to go home um and you have to like pretty well convince her like hey i want to i want to leave
0: yeah and they almost have this they don't lie well they do lie to you and say that like only a human soul can pass through this yeah. barrier you find out that that's actually not the case yeah, much later yeah much later yeah but she just wants to protect you almost like a mother would mm-hmm. for reasons that you don't know yet yeah exactly cuz you're you're very much getting that like um i thought a lot of um, to the moon and, and hey spoilers for to the moon Um, for the next 10 seconds go listen to that podcast yeah hey that's a podcast you can listen to now that's to. marketing hey <laughs> not. Reversed. why don't you
1: hear more I don't know you're marketing oh, for yeah, us here, here we, we go, go. here yeah. we go free labor
0: <laughs> um to the Moon has a very similar thing, but in essence, it is around, like, loss, and when a mother yeah. loses one child, there's a certain way that they feel, and they almost clamp down twice as hard on the, on the child that's still left. Right. There's a lot of that going on here for yeah. reasons why you... You, you, you have don't, no idea You yet. don't know You don't why. know
1: anything yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's almost like a mother that's been abandoned, mm-hmm. and you'll find out why later. But, sh- you know, you keep pushing, and you're like, I want to leave, I want to go home, this is not my home, yep. I want to go through the ruins, get to the barrier, and... And go home. So she essentially is like, "I can't let you do that. I'm going to fight you." Yeah. So that's when you fight Toria. Yeah, pretty much like
1: first major boss fight of the game. uh, She uses a lot of like fire magic, and you have to dodge her little fireballs and stuff like that. And I
0: was not expecting for it to escalate that that fast.
1: Exactly. Um, What uh, What method did you use to? So Get out of that fight. <laughs>
0: again, I am I am going to say for one last time, if you have not played Undertale and you are interested in the game, we are about to spoil how the game works. So s- please stop now. This is reverse marketing. Please stop. <laughs> Three, two, one. On my first playthrough, I killed Toriel. <gasps> you didn't! I killed Toriel oh, on my first no. one. no! I, look, I wasn't thinking. For the first two hours, I was on auto, cru- like right. I was cruising through the game. Did you kill every animal along the way too? I like, did. Oh no! I was killing everything. <gasps> like oh I didn't no. I didn't go out of my way to kill everything, but I was killing everything. Like that Like whenever was a random, okay, anything
1: that came to you, yes, you, you killed it. I killed everything. You just fought. Uh-huh. Did you
0: use any act options ever? Did you spare anyone? I would say in the first ninety minutes, I killed everyone. <gasps> oh my yeah. god! I think until I reached Lesser Dog, when you actually Lesser Dog. Only because that's when you, so far. <laughs> I killed everything oh until god. Lesser Dog. <laughs> Why? What did you do? Oh my god! I didn't kill a thing. On
1: your first playthrough. So, okay. I took what Toriel was telling me in, like, fighting that dummy. Like, just talk to it. And then I'll be here... She was like, I'll be here to help you. And so I took that very, very literally. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to... uh, Like, I'm not going to fight. And then, like, I saw that you could fight. But it's, like, the game does a decent job of kind of indicating that you need to get towards, like, non-combative options if you can. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I will say... I did know early on that I knew prior to playing this game that there was a, like, not a morality thing, but there was different paths depending mm-hmm. on the actions you took. And all I knew that there, that there was a genocide route, a neutral route, and a pacifist route. I didn't know the details of that. I didn't know how you achieve those routes, but I did have that no- that foreknowledge. Mm-hmm. I've never played this game before, but I did know just because I just have randomly looked it up before right? that that existed. Right. So I took the idea of like, well, I'm going to do the pacifist route like seriously. So I didn't, I didn't fight at all. Mm. Um, So I uh, ended up, I think you just have to keep saying like mercy, like constantly mercy, 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 mercy when you're fighting Toriel. And eventually she, you just have to survive her attacks. And then eventually she just, uh, um, she like, breaks down and let you go through.
0: Yeah, because I think it's it's worth a lot to say in that bullet hell like she's throwing fireballs yeah, right exactly. at you. But if your it's health easy gets to down, die. if your health gets down to 2 HP, she actually starts to spare you.
1: Yes. Um and I think that's applicable to everywhere in the game because I that happened a lot at the final boss for me. Um, and I think that's actually pretty applicable like if you have if you got hit already and then you get hit down and you only have 1 HP left, I think the game lets you survive so that you have the option the opportunity to heal yourself the next level right but if you got hit in the next attack you would die
0: ah but even for toriel if mm-hmm. you, like there's yeah, some point she stops hitting you directly right yeah even like let's say like so
1: like the moves might be like tears or something like that like if you kind of like took it aesthetically as like tears you would move your heart and they would actually move away from her like mm-hmm. f- away from you so like she's not actively trying to hurt you anymore right so yeah
0: Man. um so i killed toriel i'm a oh bad god. human being oh my god um, that poor sweet yeah woman we had um our friends at video game rations they just did a podcast about undertale um you can check them out on your podcast uh, feed of or podcast platform of preference um but, but they tweeted us at us and said they're so excited to hear the morality and how we played it oh my god so i guess you are a better human being than yeah I pretty am. much yeah. yeah i mean i guess i could have guessed that Early on, yeah, anyways. I'm I'm embodying. It's funny when I think about the three main hosts. Yeah, I think of myself as kind of like a true neutral. Yeah, whereas like Michael is, and the, the minute good. Mo's not here, you got to go dark. <laughs> I go so dark. <laughs> oh my god! I, I have to embody <laughs> Mo when he's not here. Oh my here. god! Yeah. So we're gonna go dark as we enter Snowden, which oh is the god. which is the first. So this, wait, I need to know when she dies. What happens? She just dies. She just dies. That's and you, it. Then she, you just keep going. Poof. And is there you, any
1: kind of consequence? Is there any kind of thing telling you? You so, level up. Yeah. And you get experience. Mhm.
0: Do you get LV and you get EXP yes, for sure. but
1: let's not spoil that one until we get later into the game.
0: Do you know how many permutations of endings there are in Undertale? I'm assuming there's one for every route, but I don't know. So there's three kind of main paths. Okay. But do you know how many total different permutations there are? No. There are 94 different endings oh my that you can get in this game. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's a flowchart if you go on Reddit or you go on your, you know. Is social... it just based on like different interactions with different characters? 100%. Oh, okay. So depending on, you know, let's say there are six main bosses right. depending on if you kill them or leave them right. you get small different variations because on Because you would
1: have different like people at the end of the game.
0: And also dialogue will will change a little right. bit. Like you've said there are probably like three main buckets right. within that there might be like three or four different like major f- nah, my understanding is when I was watching YouTube videos, there were seven main types of endings. Okay. Um, but there are 94 permutations within that. Gotcha. So when I kill Toriel, for example, in addition to Toriel not being a part of the ending, but you need to let everyone survive to see all the people at the end. Right. But your dialogue will change in the last bit. Right. I guess, yeah, because she wouldn't be around. She wouldn't be around. You murdered her. I A cold-blooded cold blooded, you hit her, her
1: with that stick over and over again <laughs>
0: yes oh i my did my god my character was a bad bad man oh no jake jacob was my character oh, they, yeah. i think they have like they them pronouns but like yeah, yeah for yeah. me it was i jacob. think it's implied like i think and i think it's
1: even mentioned in game that like the 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 player character is pretty androgynous like you don't know if it's male or female. Yeah, you
0: kind of take it and how I was kind of like that with it. most of
1: the characters in the game actually. I couldn't I, you couldn't tell genders other than whatever pronouns they used. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that was actually really cool. Yeah, so did I. Yeah.
0: It, I think apart from Sans and Papyrus, is that how you say it? Papyrus? I think I was papyrus? pronouncing it
1: Papyrus. Pap-, pap-, pap- I, know, I don't think I ever said it out loud. So this I know, is this is weird. It's
0: the font, right? Yeah, pa- Papyrus. Papyrus? Papyrus. Those two are I think are assumed to be brothers, but yeah. then beyond that a lot of the, like, um, Metaton, for example, yeah. like, don't know. Yeah, robot. Matter. Robot. Robot has no gender. Yeah, robot has no gender. Yeah. Undyne, don't know. Female. 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 See? Female. Um, Snowden is yes. when you meet Sans and Papyrus yes. for the first time. And let me tell you, like, I actually want to ask you who you think my favorite out of the two is. Oh, God. Because I feel like I started one way and actually ended in a different way. I. F- my gut wants to say that
1: you were would have been like oh yeah Sans is great but then I feel like you're pretty much Papyrus so
0: no, so I feel like yeah that's a hundred percent yeah i kind of figured you know me too well (laughs) that i i started out being like Sans is my boy yeah but then you realize that like he's actually an old soul and knows a lot right and papyrus is just like silly and really terrible at things which explains me really well oh yeah (laughs) Who who is your favorite um out of the two of them yeah i
1: you know what I think I was super annoyed with Papyrus early on which yep. yeah that makes sense if it's you and then uh, <laughs> um, so I think I was super annoyed early on with him just because like it's like all in caps and I'm like stop yelling at me <laughs> and then uh you know and like Sans is like the like Sans is like the iconic character from this game like mm-hmm. you know people are like oh Sans for smash you know like you know what I mean like it's yeah. the character that people pull from this game the most and I was kind of like I don't know if I felt like he had that big of a presence. I was surprised that like that was the character that everyone like gravitated towards in that game. Like he's great, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I was surprised that that was the one. I was like, because I don't even feel like like when, did you ever fight him?
0: I Sans? Yeah. I I did not. I don't think I but did you, either. But you can fight him.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. That's and, why
0: I kind of like I don't think I viewed him
1: as like one of the main. Characters in the game because I was viewing all the main bosses
0: in the game as the main sub-characters. Can I can I let you on a secret that we can talk about later? Okay. Sans can be one of the bosses much later on. Depending on how you play. Oh no. Yeah, but it's, it's it's the deepest option. Oh no. It's when the lore is the deepest. Oh no. We'll get into that later oh, though. Oh god, okay. Um but like you meet Sans, you meet Papyrus, and then you find out, you know, apart from Sans's many puns that are terrible, yep. um, how much work does he have to do today? Yeah. <laughs> A skeleton of work. <laughs> but I'm um, Yeah, terrible. Um, but you find out that Papyrus wants to be part of the royal guard mm-hmm. and that's when you're introduced to the concept or or the person. Uh, of Undyne. Yes. That Undine is the head of the Royal Guard yes. and that all they want to do is to be able to get a human soul right. to be able to go through the barrier. The, exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: For Asgore, who is the king. Yes. Yeah. Asgore.
0: As As-Gor. Asgore. Asgore the king. Yes, Asgore. Uh, you end up going through a series of increasingly, I use that term very lightly, yeah. increasingly difficult puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so pretty much like you slowly start
1: winning over Papyrus as you're doing his puzzles because he's like enjoying the challenge of like creating these puzzles and trying to catch you. And he really wants to catch you, but he's really bad at it. And, um, yeah, you keep going through different like puzzles. Uh, sometimes it's like, oh, you have to clear some snow off of an area to like press a button or like, oh, here's a bridge. And you have to make sure you remember all the colors that are randomized. And you have to be able to, you know, if you hit the red one, you're going to fight an enemy. If you get hit a yellow one, you're going to get electrocuted. And then he press, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm writing down like what all <laughs> of the colors do. So that way I know I can make my way through the map. And the map then just turns into like a pure pink one that you can just walk all the way through. And, it was amazing. Yeah. It does. Thing. This game does that a lot. It. When it comes to the puzzles in the overworld, they trick you into thinking they're more difficult than they really are. Mm -hmm. And the real challenge comes from, like, the actual boss fights with the, like, bullet hell time events. that
0: and, like, deciding how you're going to approach the game. Exactly. And the the, the relationship between Sans and Papyrus actually reminded me a lot of Inspector Gadget. Okay. The old cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like... Inspector Gadget is Papyrus. Yeah, he like, totally. is a slapsticky kind of like not very smart yeah. guy that is put at the front. Yeah. And then Sans is like Penny where yeah. Sans does all the work. All the work, really. Um yeah. that was a fun dynamic that I uh, that I That's surmised really there. Um a lot happens, but I think what, what ends up happening at the end of all of those puzzles is that Papyrus is like, Okay, I gotta capture a human. Yep. So we're gonna fight. Yeah. Um this is the point that I mentioned earlier when I started to go, like... Because you fight a whole bunch of enemies, yeah. including the lesser dog, which is hilarious because when you, like, pet him, his head gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. And it was just so cute. I what, wanted to pet the dog. I don't... I did
1: fight lesser dog, but there was... Was there greater dog? There and was greater dog, That was too. a big dog in a suit of armor. Yes. And I think I liked greater dog a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just love that, n- like... That dog, n- period. Yeah. 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 I think I just like the dog, like image in this game yes. in general is just really funny looking mm-hmm. and like they do a good job of like using that dog image a lot in this game which is really fun.
0: Even within the actual so we talked about the bullet hell so yes. bullet hell uh, imagine a game like Ikaruga or R-Type for the PlayStation like mm-hmm. those style of games but sometimes like objects will come in yes. like frogs will just jump into your exactly, bullet hell right? So it and dogs. It's, sometimes they're themed right? So when you're fighting like papyrus it's like
1: bones. Like, and you pretty much have to jump over bones. Oh, yeah, because they introduced a different mechanic with him, which is, like, the blue. So, like, be careful of his blue attack. And essentially, if an item that enters in your little zone with your heart is blue, you don't want to move while it passes over you. If you move, you get damage. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, stop moving. So there's pretty much his fight is a lot of, like, jumping over. You don't have free range motion. You have to jump. And it's jumping over the bones uh, over and over again. And then sometimes they're blue and sometimes they're not. And, like... uh I died a lot. Um <laughs> with with that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh he eventually captures you. So you get all the way down to like one HP, I think. Um and then he captures you and puts you in what is his shed next to his house.
0: What? Yeah.
1: Does he? Why did you not do this? No, keep oh. keep talking. Okay. I don't remember this. So uh you okay, so you fight him, I think you win, and then you get to actually go into the town of Snowden. Yep. And then uh, once you like do, you can do whatever you want in Snowden. You can buy some stuff. There's mm-hmm. like. It's a cute town. Yeah, it's a cute little town. And the monsters are all really weird looking and they're fun and There's whatever. a bar. There's a library. Yeah. There's stuff you can do and see. And it gives you like little added lore stuff. But um, if you try to leave uh, Snowden, mm-hmm. um, it gets really foggy and you end up running into Papyrus. Yep. And uh, if you, I think if you lose, you don't die. He captures you and puts you into his shed next to his house. Okay. Um, and so you're pretty much locked in, like, a big, uh, like, shed and, like... But you can actually just pass through the bars. Like, it it tricks you in thinking that, like, you're trapped in there. Like, okay. oh, there's no key. Like, I'm looking at a dog... He gives you, like, a dog bowl full of food um, and, like, leads you in his shed. And... Uh, you can pretty much just pass through the bars by walking through them because they're big um because he doesn't have any because scent. he's incompetent yeah pretty much and then you leave and if you go out again you then refight papyrus again um so i couldn't beat the papyrus fight mm-hmm. after 3 times of not beating the papyrus fight he actually let me go really the game let me continue like he said like if i'm just going to like if you're just going to escape again then what is the point of me recapturing you okay yeah and then he let me go, and then I could continue the story. Why? What happened with you? But I wasn't fighting him. That's the thing. I was also just doing act options.
0: Right. So I, I also fought him, but I, I spared him because I I, I You must have won. You must have
1: survived long enough. I think you have to survive so many rounds, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was surviving enough rounds to get to the end of that boss fight. Yeah. So if he got my health down to one technically like technically if your health gets to 0 you die but in this case when your health gets to 1 he Brings you back and you get captured again. It's uh. it's the only time it happens in the game. I don't recall it happening ever again. And see what level were you at that point? I was still zero because I hadn't killed anything. Uh. So that's the, I didn't kill anything. I had no h like I had the base HP which was twenty. I hadn't like the whole time you're going through Snowden. You're getting random encounters with random Id- random enemies and whatnot. And I'm just being creative with my act options to try to like spare them.
0: So this explains a lot of why. I I think the game might have taken you longer than
1: me. Oh, okay, yeah. Cuz yeah. yeah, I mean, I was I wasn't just fighting them. I was like having to dodge their attacks then sp- try to do whatever actions I could in the right order yep. to then sp- activate the sp- the option to spare them. Did you date
0: um Papyrus yes, afterwards? Yes, I did.
1: Yeah. So, I flirted with <laughs> uh, him in the fight Yep, and then uh afterwards, he uh pretty much is like, "Do you want to date?" And yeah. then uh and then yeah, so I think you get a cell phone number and then you can set up a date with him.
0: Yeah, and let me, that date is just wild. Yeah. <laughs> you go to his house and he tells you about every single thing that's in his house. Yep. Um, he lives with Sons and yep. Sans at one point just like pulls out a Trump rah, rah, yeah. out of his room. <laughs> you go to his room and there's like insinuation of like, so what are you going to do after we're done this date? We're yeah. going to have, a, what do people do after dates? Wink, yeah. wink. And but, he has no idea. And he has, he has no clue because yeah. he's never been on a date exactly. with someone. He gets nervous and he's like, uh, yeah. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> and then you get like in, in a, in a type of battle. Yeah. Within it. It's pretty much like the dates
1: themselves are pretty much little battles too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. you It, it kind of does the same idea. Like you have, you know, it's bullet hell issue stuff, but like it, um, you pr- it's easier. It's much easier to, to f- win these dates. You know, they're yep. more fun than anything. And I think there's, there's other like criteria. I think the UI on the map changes a little bit or like on your fight screen changes a little bit too. Yep. And There's other, there's added things like, I think it's his cool factor or it's something similar to that. And then you have to like, point to what part of him you liked
0: the most i think and it was his hat i can't remember yeah. exactly or like immediately someone's gonna point at his crotch yeah pretty and that's, much that's, right I, I think i started there and i'm like they would want me to point at yeah. the crotch but i'm gonna point at yeah. his hat because that's cool yeah um i'm a terrible human being so you beat papyrus yeah so um after so when you're finishing the date
1: um he's actually like so I actually don't really like you. Um, like pretty much, like
0: yeah. What the hell? He shut you down. Yeah, because
1: he's like, I only really dated you because you flirted with me earlier, like fickle. Yeah. So he really was not into it, and I was, I was kind of like, this is like not really nice. Like I did, I thought like, like, typically when you're the player character, like oh you like won the date, and then you know in any other game, you know you would then they would be into you. Yeah. But this is definitely like a reversal of like that. No, you're gonna get rejected over and over again when it's you like date these characters. It's like real high school. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you date these characters in this game, you're gonna get rejected over and over and over again. So, it's
0: really sad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was, I, I kind of reached a point where I was like, uh, okay, I'm not supposed to actually end up with a character. There's no like actual romance paths in these games. So
0: no, it continues to trick you. Yeah. In addition to kind of the morality, yeah. messery that that is at play there, it's also like breaking down. The the stereotypes in games around like love and yes. uh, connection to other characters. If you're playing Mass Effect, where there's morality, right. it'd be like, okay, you're gonna like go and make out with Miranda, yeah, and then after that, you're gonna go make out with Jack, yeah, and like none of it matters. Yep. Just whoever you're last with, right? That's, who that's gonna, what matters. That's yeah. who you're gonna sleep with. That's what life is like. <laughs> that's video game love <laughs> is just like regular Real world life. love. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. You're married, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's actually exactly how I got my wife. Oh, no, no boy. <laughs> Please don't listen to this. <laughs> uh, she's going she's gonna to come at you later. Yep. Uh, the waterfall.
1: Yeah. So after, um, after uh, Papyrus, you like date Papyrus and you leave. Um, so wait, did you kill Papyrus
0: too? No. Okay. Because I saw myself in Papyrus and I'm like... Oh, so you let him go. I let him Butorial's go. But Toriel's dead. Tutorial's dead. Okay. Yeah. I think... I'm not skipping ahead much, but I killed everyone except Papyrus. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Wow. I killed everyone, but the video game pit of me and myself. Narcissistic. In yeah. Wow. I really channeled Mo really well.
1: Wow. Here. Oh, my God. I can't believe... So, like, every other encounter yes. along the way... Dead. Everyone is All dead. All of them. Yep. Did you actively go out of your way to kill things like like let's say like did you stay in an area because okay so like i was reading like what the different routes are and there's like a genocide route yes and if you kill everything i'm assuming you must not have gotten that route given that you let papyrus live yes but Get, were you actively like staying in an area until you stopped getting encounters and kept killing things cuz that that's part of it too
0: yeah no so i i went i guess my first playthrough like a neutral okay. like a neutral route gotcha and that was because as you've mentioned i didn't go out of my way and kill everything right and i let one of the main villains <clears throat> kind of the main villains right. um go gotcha so i would have to kill every boss and you know how in like Pokemon you'd go and do a thousand right. random encounters yeah, and you yeah, catch yeah. good Pokemon and it just or yeah, level it goes up? on forever. There's a point in this game and yeah. you know this where the overworld that you're in will run out of characters. Yes, so yeah, there's like-, like a
1: limited amount of overworld random encounters. Yes. And if if you're going the genocide route, you have to legit clear an entire Every area of Random Encounters. Of
0: all of the monsters yeah, in that area. pretty which much. sometimes there's like, what, 20... Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I've, I don't even know how many. Yeah, so I went neutral okay. my first playthrough. Gotcha. Um, I can't believe you let him live, but you killed everyone else. I killed everyone else. Oh, my God. Yeah. Undyne. I let. I killed Undyne.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I love I... Undyne. Do you? Yes, because she gets terrific after you let her live.
0: Oh, no. You're going to have to tell me about this. Oh, yeah. This. I'll have to tell you about this. Because I, I was going to say my favorite character by far... Um, I, I think I'd like Metaton more than Pappy Rose. Actually.
1: Okay. If we're going to say which character is Jacob McCourt, <laughs> is it Metaton? <laughs> that's also, oh no. You have two, two like insert characters in yep, here. I do. Oh my God. I think
0: I'm a combination of both.
1: I'm probably Alphys. Here but, we go. But
0: oh, that's maybe, maybe <laughs> Alphys. Only be. You-
1: Stuttering, nervous <laughs> no, mess.
0: No, no. You're a combination of Alphys and Sans. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I
1: can see that. Like, I
0: think you're 75% Sans, 25% alphas. Okay. Well, at least that's... I can can live with that ratio. Tell me about Undyne and how you did stuff with Undyne afterwards. Because I just killed Undyne. Oh, my God. First form. Undyne was terrifying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, I didn't feel really any challenge in Snowden. Like, I felt like... Uh you know Sans and Papyrus were pretty like easy like they were you know laughing and it was a joke and you could tell early on that Papyrus was not really going to like hurt you in any way um but Undyne was like immediately threatening um she's in this giant suit of armor um <clears throat> and you're pretty much going through the waterfall area uh pretty I don't know it's just like going through different puzzles it's yeah. the same kind of idea There's
0: only really three main like there are <laughs> other guard characters Yeah but it's Undyne I think the character's called the Monster Child.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Little the little kid gr- yellow kid that runs around and kind of joins you for a little bit. And trips everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's
0: Undyne the Monster Child yourself and then other minor characters, but mm-hmm. really it's puzzles, Undyne the Monster Child and yourself. Yeah, and like the with
1: Undyne, there's a lot of um overworld like battling too. Like it's not even in like the actual like battle like screen. It's uh you're dodging Undyne's Attacks on the overworld map. So it's once again bullet hell stuff, but it's on the overworld map. So she's pretty much throwing like spears at you, like energy spears. Yeah, at you. I
0: loved how they're just constantly like playing with what you think is going right. to happen. You're like, oh no, I'm in the overworld. Exactly. I'm safe here. Yeah, no, you're, no, not. you're not.
1: Because then uh, sometimes they're coming up through the floor and you have to like dodge around to get to the next
0: area. Toby and,
1: says no. What's that?
0: Toby says no. Toby says no. Toby says no. <laughs> oh right! <laughs> All your expectations about this game change at every moment. Oh my god! Toby says no. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's different. Like, so she'll throw
1: um, some of them at you. You're trying to run away, and you're hiding in, in tall grass. You're uh, jumping around. You're you know trying to get away. Um, I think it leads to the there's a f- it leads to the little monster child getting like. I think tripping and falling off a bridge and you can choose to save the little child or let him fall and escape. Did you let the child fall to his death? I didn't. Oh, okay. Great. I actually saved the monster time. Oh, nice. because okay. I felt bad. Yeah. Poor little kid. Yeah. You, just you obviously saved the monster time. Yeah. 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 Of yeah. course. I'm not a monster. Oh my God. Yeah. No. So I, yeah. Saved the kid. And then, uh, so yeah, the undine fight, um, it's a lot of like throwing spears. And also I think the reason why I like that, Und- like, okay. The undine fight is terrifying because like she's really introduced as like a really scary overall, like, um, just like solid, Beast of a character Like big suit of armor You're like very slow moving You're scared Like I was scared And then like That fight music starts up And it's freaking terrific We haven't talked about the music Oh my god So like I think the music Gets stuck in my head For this game But like Some of those boss fight music And like And like if you know me, I'm, like, really... I love video game music. Like, I I could go on about that for a long time. But that Undyne boss fight battle, it's like... Dan, 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 dan. And it's, like, it's like heart-pounding. And I was, like... I was terrified. And, like, I think I did that Undyne fight a lot. Because, once again, I wasn't fighting. Right. So, I was doing um acts and trying to spare. I think... I don't remember what the acts were. Okay. For, I can't remember what the acts were for Papyrus, mm-hmm. either. Like, I... I don't know if, like, I know Toriel, it was definitely spare, constantly trying to spare. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that sometimes if you talk, you might be able to, like, reduce the damage output and stuff like that. But I don't remember what the acts were that I had in terms of options for, like, the boss characters. I could remember certain ones for, like, the minor random overworld characters that, like... Monsters that you have to fight? Yep. But I can't remember the these boss ones very clearly.
0: And there's a lot of enemy variety. It's something we haven't yes. really talked about. But like, there's a lot of unique characters mm-hmm. that would be found in like a mother game, for example. Yeah. Earthbound. And they're
1: weird looking. Some
0: of them are weird. Some of them just like, hey, this has a plane with a face. I love
1: the plane. Yeah. Plane with a face. I think I want to say my favorite one was Aaron. Do you remember Aaron? No. Aaron's the flexing one. Oh, you probably just killed oh, it. Oh, yeah. I just oh. killed it. Oh. So, no. You have to flex. And And then he flexes back. And then, yeah, so, yeah, he, like, if you flex three times or something, then Aaron flexes himself out of the room, and then he just floats away, and I love it. Oh, Um, man. Yeah, so I think uh, there was, um, so, just to kind of reiterate those um, random encounters, the different acts that you have to do to, like, uh, you know, spare these characters if you're not killing them all, um, and I'm looking at you, um, the... uh, it's pretty much like a puzzle in itself because you have to figure out what options you have to select to kind of trigger them realizing that you're not going to hurt them, right? So like in Snowden, there's like this weird deer animal with like a bunch of like decorations on its antlers and you essentially just have to like undecorate um, Aww. the the deer, and then it start, it, it w- warms up to you, and then you can spare it, and it leaves.
0: You undecorate the deer? That sounds worse than killing. No, the it's, deer. it wants
1: to be undecorated because it's so heavy. All the Aww. decorations on it. It was decorated by like ac- by either children or accident or something like that.
0: You're being a good elf boy. Yes. Okay. So,
1: um, so i was saying it, it's a little puzzle in itself trying to figure out, and like you're using like the cues for what the animals are, or, like the monsters are saying. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes you know uh, there'll be a character and they'll be like, oh, uh, I don't know, like. Like it might like the little like uh, flavor text will be like oh if, if it's a dog it like oh it looks like it wants to play so the act option that I'm going to choose yeah. is play right mm-hmm. so I can't remember what they were for the boss fight so Undyne I know I just I, I made my way through without fighting um, and then uh, you essentially keep so wait when you kill Undyne yep does it go th- for you did it go three times worth of fighting like you would no. fight. Run away, fight, run away, fight, run away? No, you just kill Undyne.
0: Oh my god. Okay,
1: yeah. so you f- um, fight and you get to the point where you can run. Because
0: Undyne has more than one form, right?
1: Yeah, I think, and then I think eventually her armor comes off um, at one point. I can't remember exactly. Okay. Um, but you fight, run away, Undyne chases you. Mm hmm fight, run away, Undyne chases you, fight, run away, Undyne chases you, and you run right into the hot zone, or the hot lands. Yep. So, from Waterfall, you run right into the hot lands. This does
0: not happen when you play it neutral or um, or genocide. Okay. Um, so, uh, I think it
1: happens, see, I think technically I was neutral, but I didn't kill anyone. But we'll get to that at the end. Okay. Um, just the technicality. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, you fight Runaway, and then uh, you get to the Hotlands, and Undyne just passes out because it's way too hot, and yep. she's kind of like a fish. Yeah. Um, so there's a water cooler conveniently placed That's in that space what it's for yeah. So you have to go grab the water from the like water cooler, grab it, and like give it to Undyne, um, and or you just kind of pour the water on her, and then she kind of she like wakes up, and she like runs away, and then like you've saved Wow. So like you spare, you don't have to kill undine. Okay. Um, then what ends up happening is, uh, if you have to go back, to, so like I h- looked this up online because I, I realized after the papyrus stuff that I was like, okay, I think I'm like doing well for the pacifist thing. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Yep. And, uh, I knew that I had to go back and interact with undine again. So you go back and you date undine. Oh, wow. So like you go back to her house, there's like a, um, it's like a fish house of some kind. Yep. Um, kind of where that ghost
0: was. Mm-hmm. You Remember that ghost? Yep. Did you kill the ghost? Uh, was that the ghost that like takes over the, the might be, no, there was like, this was like a nice ghost. Oh, it was laying down on the, yeah, on the yeah, flowers. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't kill that oh, ghost. Oh, good. Okay. I like that I was like, I was like, Oh, you don't just go just okay, get good, out of here. Good, I didn't good. kill the
1: ghost. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, you go back to Undyne's house, uh, and you pretty much say like you want a date and then Undyne. You kind of trick Undyne into dating in, like, uh, I think it's, like, kind of a reverse psychology and a, like, oh, well, I bet you can't be, like, nice enough to date me kind of thing. Like, it kind of plays out that way. You won't not not date me. Right. Exactly. Right. And so, um, Undyne and you cook a meal together. Oh. Um, So, and it's, like, it's pretty, like... uh, like she's very aggressive and full on and like, um, you're getting up from the seat to like go help with the dinner. And she throws a spear at the table and like says, don't get up. And then, then eventually you have to go and you do some stuff. You end up lighting the house on fire. Um, and, uh, you end up, I can't exactly remember. You end up outside the house and, uh, because her house burns down, um, she actually goes to live with Papyrus. So, Weird. Yeah. So when and you get her. So when you call Papyrus, you actually call Papyrus and Undyne. Oh, that's amazing. So their phone number is the same phone number because
0: I actually because this is still in Waterfall, right? Yeah. So when I was um, looking through Waterfall, you end up just coming on this house and there's a ghost with headphones on, which is mm-hmm. the same ghost. And you're just like, whose house is this? Why is this random yes. ghost hanging out here, just chilling? Yeah. And, w- and there's a snail race that you can also yep. help. Yeah, I help, tried to do that. Help I just, watch. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get I couldn't it to go get either. It either. Yeah, but now I know that's actually Undyne's um, Undine's house. Yeah, oh. so it was right
1: next. It was like right next.
0: So what you're saying is the neutral and um, genocidal playthroughs are probably not the funnest way to do this. I mean, like it, fun and it, probably I don't know what it would be like the genocide one.
1: Like when you're killing everything, I don't know how much harder things get.
0: I I can kind of walk you through it in the end. Okay, because I can tell you what what happens. Because I did a lot of research about the the different playthroughs, and it sounds like I did neutral, you did pacifist, yeah. so we have that covered. Genocide is a whole nother bag of worms. Right.
1: You, like, pretty much almost got your way to genocide, though. I, You're, like, one step away from genocide.
0: I, yeah, I'm one step away from genocide, yeah. for sure. Because in the end, spoiler, I killed Asgore. Oh, God. So, like, I was one step away. Mm. But but before we get to Asgore, yes. there is, you go into the hotlands, hotlands, and that's where you start to meet the, the confluence of... Alphys and Metaton. So Alphys is like your prototypical um, like lab hand, mm-hmm. and this lab hand created Metaton. As like a robot friend But then like you say Yeah and also I did some adjustments And now the robot Wants to kill humans (laughs) And here's the robot now Yeah And it's like a robot That is like your best friend Like that crazy Wacky best friend you have But also wants to kill you (laughs) Does this t- occur often
1: <laughs> is this the what this happens all- oh that crazy best friend that's wacky but also wants to kill you <laughs> it sounds like is a sitcom a- yeah i was going to say this must happen all, all the time a yeah.
0: <laughs> sounds like a great abc Yeah. TGIF. If, you're,
1: if you're not metaton i don't know what you-
0: <laughs> yeah because metaton so just to give you an idea of what the hotlands is like it's like a lab um, there's a tr- there's a There's a lab, and then there's the true lab below. Yes, but Um, that's much later. That's much later, and I didn't. I didn't really explore that. Oh, I'll tell you all about that later. Oh boy! Mm. So, essentially, you start to befriend Mm Alfie's in order to get past Metaton. Because you're like, I need to get past this guy to get to Asgore and get the heck out of here. Yeah. And Metaton, like he's your best friend, um, he's incredibly theatrical. Yes and um ends up taking you through a series of wacky hijinks yeah that also kind of like have a, a
1: cooking show, cooking and show and a like news show a quiz show a quiz show yeah.
0: it's it's kind of wild the Quiz show is where i was like oh jacob McCoy. yeah this is me the left behind game the left behind quiz corner Yeah, here we go call me Metaton. <laughs> except you die at the end <laughs> yeah except i die at the end oh boy um but what did you do because really i'll just take you through what i did yeah we already know what i did um i went through each of these games okay. uh, the quiz game which was fine. The um, news show, which was hilarious because at the end, he's like, and all of these things around you are bombs. Yes, yeah,
1: that was really good. I like that a lot. Uh, and then... Like, even the dog. The, even dog. the dog was a bomb. bomb and you had to defuse the dog. <laughs> that was an interesting gameplay mechanic too. Like, you had to go around and like, it was kind of like, uh, stop it when it's within the like, zone. Kind yeah. of I don't know how to explain that so kind like, of you're thing. you're
0: in the overworld and he's... So essentially, the way the news show is set up is he's like, go find me a story. Yeah. Right? And you your, your character, you have a very limited uh, sight, like, vision yeah. cone around you. And you just walk around and start looking at things. And you're like, is could this be a good story? He's like, here's the script for my new show. Uh, and then I obviously said, like, let's talk about your new show, Metaton, because yeah. I love you. Um, and he's like, that's cool, but all of these things are bomb I chose the
1: dog. You chose the yeah. dog? <laughs> the dog was the new story.
0: <laughs> you're like, you're a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> good pup. Uh, then he's like, all these things explode. So you have 2 minutes to diffuse all of the stories that are bombs mm-hmm. uh, including the box office bomb that is his movie script. Ba-dum. Oh gosh. Um and you actually click into it So like If the script is there For example You hit A in front of the script Or mm-hmm. whatever platform You're playing it on You press the action button You go into a battle But all that you have to do Is as this bomb Is moving around On the screen Yeah You just have to click it Within like a certain zone. Squ- a yeah. certain Zone on the screen But sometimes It moves so sporadically yeah, it's hard Erratically it's tough Yeah I uh, didn't die But I think Five seconds I think I had like Three seconds yeah. left before. And maybe the, the clock Slows down for it you It might yeah But um, I definitely Got to have, like Five seconds left yeah. Yeah. And I was like oh boy yeah I thought then it he was takes gonna... you through a cooking show yep which was very much like, hey, why don't you get these ingredients for me? And he's like, then I need a human soul. <laughs> but you're you're very smart and you're like, just use imitation soul. It's over there on the can. He's right. like, oh, cool. Let me grab that. And then it just it goes from there. Yeah. What does it make you do that Oh,
1: you have to. So it's on a table and then the table like skyrockets into like the stratosphere. And then you have to, you get a jet pack that's in your cell phone. And <laughs> you like have to zoom up and dodge. Um, like... I want to assume it's flour and then there's like, uh, like, it's all like baking ingredients and stuff yeah. that you're zipping around trying to dodge to, and yep. it slows you down and you have to get there within like 30 seconds or something yes. like that. So.
0: And then he takes you through like a stage play. Yeah. Where he like acts, it's like a like a musical theater yeah. where he's singing
1: to you. He's pretty much like Rapunzel, I think, is, or is he, is he uh, Juliet? I don't know what he, who he
0: is, but he's I wearing a dress know. and he's got long hair. It was, But he's like a robot. Yeah. Imagine like a calculator with... Yeah, it's with, a calculator with arms and legs. With arms and legs yeah. and it's like... Telling you, it's singing about how much it loves you, and I'm yeah. just like, I love this video game.
1: <laughs> then you fight him.
0: Yes, and um, fighting him is interesting. Well, you because... have to get
1: through the core to fight
0: him. Right, you're, you're right. You're yes, right. So... yeah,
1: the actual fight for him. Yes, because I think you. I mean, you the fight core is in two stages. Yeah, the core is more, pretty much just like and the next level. It's within the core is within the Hotlands, and it's just like more puzzles, more overworld puzzles, more of the same really
0: a lot of like very classic i keep going back to pokemon like pokemon-esque tile yeah. puzzles or stuff like, like that teleporting mm-hmm. jumping puzzles
1: and then like uh also core music is terrific i love that stage's music i also really like the hotlands music but like the the music for the core lo- stage is like amazing i love mm-hmm. that song
0: um yes yeah, so let's see where do you go from there uh, so the two stage battle, right? So yes. the first stage, which I think might be before the core, he's impenetrable. You actually, he's impossible to beat. I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: And the only way that you can end up you being him is- You get a cell
1: phone. Yes.
0: And then- is thanks to an upgrade from Alfie's yes. where he's like, hey, actually shoot it with this thing and you'll and then, be good. And
1: then it's like one shot and he dies or something like that. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And that's when you realize that- um, Metaton actually has a true form. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yes. Yes, it is, yes. So that's yeah. at the end of the core. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, well, no, because... Okay, so the, there was a bit of a twist at the end of the core for me. I don't know if it was for you. Tell me what the twist was. It's pretty much that, like... Um, I think Metaton was pretty much turning on Alphys and saying that you... Oh, God! Yes,
0: yes. That Alphys is actually just doing this to get friends. Attention sh- and friends and stuff like and that. And that, like, I was programmed to be evil. Right. And to lure
1: you in. Right, so- but Alphys is going to come in and save you at the last minute. So he pretty much, like, closes off the door and Alphys can't get in. Yep. Um, and then... And Metatron's
0: uh, like, I want my moment. I right. want my five minutes of, exactly. like, in front of the spotlight. I'm going to kill you Yeah, myself. so Alphys was kind
1: of playing you the whole time a little bit. Um. I mean, Alphys was kind of annoying, I found. Like, I-, I agree. I was kind of, like... She was fine. I think I was just annoyed with the amount of, like, text I had to skip through for stuttering.
0: Yeah, because imagine that you have a cell phone, right? And Alpha's upgrades your cell phone. Yes,
1: and then you get constant notifications. This yeah. is why I don't have Facebook.
0: You remember Facebook in 2007 <laughs> when you were like... I just went to the toilet. Yeah. I just baked a cake. Yeah. Alphys is like that, but now, and you get all of the updates as push notifications on your phone. It's, so it, you're. It's terrible. There's points where you have to solve a puzzle that involves you walking in a certain way yeah. and like not missing a spot and you're just getting these notifications for it's like alphas really likes this anime yeah alphas really thinks this anime is great yeah like, like i get it
1: it's fun you know what i mean i get the intent i think i was just more annoyed because i was like i just want to get through this like section because it was just it was a lot of there was a lot of fighting there was a lot of like random encounters i was just like mildly annoyed i think i think yeah. i was probably like i think i loved the whole game but i think the Hotland stuff with the push notifications was the most annoying because it would stop like literally every three steps or something.
0: I was talking to to Jess, who's been on the show before um, this afternoon, and the way I explained it is like actually playing the game is not the redeeming part of it. Yeah. Playing the game is just very whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. Um, it's, it's the meta narrative yes. and kind of the stuff that's going on in and around and the writing of the game, right. which is the draw for yes, it. Yes, exactly. Other than that, it's a very right. generic. like the
1: game is, yeah, the game is just the game.
0: It's a game maker RPG. Right. I, I'm not trying to diminish what Toby Fox has accomplished right. here because it's, 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 great. it's fantastic. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, it's just like the actual core gameplay itself is right. not.
1: The puzzles are simple. Sometimes the yeah. puzzles are solved for you. Like yeah. it's not, it's not. I don't think it's intended to be hard. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be hard if you go the genocide route. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure like people's HP starts rising. I think like you might have a harder time. I think with you the, had the hardest time. I think like I had a hard time because I didn't have health, but I just right. used a lot of healing right. items. I just got good at memorizing the patterns, right? Right.
0: I think the easiest way to play is that neutral. Right. Uh, because you don't have the extra layers and you're just playing the game. And you may actually in some be- ways be over-leveled for, not over-leveled, but like well-matched to the right. bosses that you're playing yeah whereas the genocide route and the pacifist route both have their own challenges pacifist because you're not leveling well the thing is pacifist you're not leveling yeah but But i don't think there are tougher bosses
1: yes but i don't i think that's in genocide there's tougher bosses because i think because you're killing them they get a power boost too
0: but there are also other bosses that you won't face otherwise yes that
1: it makes it much more harder because you have to yeah go through more bosses and stuff like that mm -hmm. too
0: so, sorry, we were we were at Metaton, Metaton's true form. Um, Alphys you, is annoying. Alphys is annoying. You beat Metaton and uh I just killed Metaton second form. I think Metaton was one of the toughest bosses in the game Yeah, for me. I had a hard time with Metaton. Um, but you spared Metaton. Yeah, um
1: so I just killed Metaton,
0: so it's not interesting. It's so, like yeah, I murdered. <laughs> yeah. So Metaton
1: had like a ratings scale on in the top yes, of the screen. Much like television yes, like focus group. Like a TV rating scale. Yeah. And um, I couldn't figure out how to win this fight. Like I was trying to stay alive and I couldn't really figure out how to oh, do it. Oh, right,
0: because that would be a problem for you as you right. went through the ratings would start to tank because exactly. you're doing something that's not interesting to the audience. Exactly, right. So oh, it was wild. difficult
1: to figure out. So I had to look this one up online to find out like just how do I finish the fight? I didn't need like details on how to, you know, beat certain attacks or whatever. Um, But it, it was stay alive until you reach 10,000 in the rating score. Oh. That's that's all you had to do. So like, if you didn't do any actions and like I was sitting there waiting, like your score would just keep plummeting and plummeting and plummeting because you're not doing anything. Um, so either I had to like boast to like uh, increase the damage that he might do to me, but also boast the rating score that he gets. Wow. Or if my health is really low, I have to do a dramatic pose and the rating score increases proportionally to the difference in health that I have. So if my health is really low, I get a really high rating score. So it'll bump it by 700 or something. Wow. Um, I bought, I randomly had bought some healing items at the hotel before the core. And it was like a star fruit or star something. Yep. And when I ate it, it was like on brand fruit. So because I, I happened to get like a, a, an item that healed me that was, relative to the like it was base, it was about this stuff because i think there was like a hamburger shaped like metaton's face or something like that i can't yeah. remember um but uh it was on brand so i got like an added bonus to that so i pretty much just had to stay alive and keep the rating score up so um and i did that and like the thing is like metaton's fight was hard but it was also like the most dramatic for me because I was staying alive, and eventually you blow off his legs and his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you do do that. You have to still shoot his heart. Like, that's still yes. a thing that you have to do. Um,
0: the heart that floats around. Yes,
1: you have to still shoot it, but it's not considered fighting. It's not considered killing. Yeah, As long as I don't do the fight options, um, I didn't have to worry about that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so then uh, you... Uh, I have to get that the ratings up. So I was literally, like, I had one health left one HP and I had no more healing items. And I was like, Oh my God, if I like, I'm going to die in the next attack. But then I had one HP left and I was like, I'm going to pose. And if I put, and like literally it was it. And the, the the text was with all of your last remaining strength, you pose dramatically. The audience goes crazy and it hit the score of like 10,000. That's amazing. So then like I beat the, like Metatron stops attacking. And then the, the level he actually runs out of batteries (laughs) <laughs> so that's yeah. That's how you spare him. He runs out of batteries, um, and then that's it.
0: Because that's how you beat him the first time. You ha- make him turn around and you and switch hit a him off. Yeah, right? switch. Hit a switch. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: So um, you yeah. You, he runs out of batteries, and then Alfis comes running into the room, um, saying like, "Oh, I need a moment, whatever." And then uh, and then really like the stuff with Alfis just kind of stops. Yeah. Like really abruptly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does come back. Uh probably not for you though. No, because so explore the true laboratory. Yeah, I'll right? have to I'll explain that yeah. after. because um, we'll get right now we're pretty much at the end. Yeah. Um
0: there, there's like steps. There's you can explore a hotel b- that's, before that's the barrier the, yeah. um where you get to meet the the two cute cats who have their own alley uh, shop oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people. Like, bring me a Glam Burger. Yeah. <laughs> I brought them a Glam Burger and yeah. they didn't want it. They're like, oh, you have a Glam Burger. Yeah. So if I would have
1: eaten a Glam Burger, I would have gotten extra ratings points because it's on brand. Uh... See, I know my marketing. <laughs> yes. Second were... call out, third call out to marketing for yes, some reason. reverse marketing. Because, you know, I know all about that. Yes. Yeah. This show's
0: all about reverse psychology, <laughs> reverse marketing. And today, the reverse of what I do is what you do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, then uh, pretty much this is the end of the game. That's cool. Yeah, so you pretty much make your way through the castle area stuff. Like, there's really not much going on in there. It's like a
0: city, It, uh, it, it turns from a castle then to a city. And that's when something really interesting happens mm-hmm. where you start walking through, you see the city in the back, and you start getting all of these, like, one after the other. Yes, oh, I forgot random, about those. These random encounters yes. where you g- finally understand the backstory of what's happening with Asgore and why the world is the way it is. So yes. it's, it's a nice callback to, like, at the beginning of the game, when you look at the start screen, you're like, I don't know mon- monsters, children, the war. Yeah. I don't need any of this. But what's told you through all of the different creatures from the game is these random encounters where they don't fight you
1: okay i was wondering if they fought you because you killed all no of
0: them. they did not okay. and they were still there but okay. they would they would essentially say like hey this is the story of why the world is the way it is right so essentially you find out that um toriel and asgore are like together yeah and that or at they, least they were they were together yeah. um they had a child named Azriel. And in addition, there was a human child that fell into the world and they almost claim this human child to be their own. Mm -hmm. And this child just dies underground. Like it gets sick and it dies. There's no explanation there. It just, they love it like it's own. It happens. The child dies. So Asriel, their other son is like, I want, or their other child wants to return the human boy or the human child rather to the surface. Mm -hmm. And so it essentially, like, lays it down where it used to live or assumes where it used to live. Yeah, like, it goes through the barrier
1: because it has the soul of the human... Of both. Yeah, of both can, of them. That it can through. do
0: that. And when it does that, a bunch of humans see this monster right. holding this dead child. Right. So, they assume that the monster killed the child and they just start, like, beating the crap out of him, right? right? And he could kill all of them yeah, with Yeah, he power, totally could, but he doesn't. And he doesn't. Yeah. So, um, he makes his way back to his world mm-hmm. um, or back to the world un- underground and just like s- almost like Snickers and just falls and just dies. Yeah, and dies. Could could have defended itself, yep. but it decided to just take the beating and yep. then die when it got back. Yeah, and then it dies. And that's the rift that was created between humans thinking that a monster killed a child right. and the other way that the the monsters were, you know, Asriel was killed. Exactly. Um, From there, Asgore just takes on this... Hey, we need to fight. We need to to fight. So they've been collecting. So he's been collecting...
1: uh, Other child souls. Exactly. So anyone else who falls down the pit, um, he's been collecting those souls. And apparently he needs seven in order to become all powerful. And he already has six of them. He has six, yeah. So fun little random tidbit that I saw online. All the random equipment items are supposedly... The, like, items from the previous humans that fell down into the underground. Yeah. Which is, like, I was, like, when I read that online, I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of crazy.
0: And it actually plays into the final boss encounter in the neutral playthrough as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, let's keep going. So... Um, that's the explanation of what happened. So Asgore, he's just like big, friendly, like looks like Toriel. Yeah. Um and the one thing we didn't say is like um Asgore's like, I don't know where my wife went, she just left and disappeared right. one day.
1: Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Before we get too much farther, okay. there's a sans uh interaction is right that before it's right before okay. it's right before Asgore it's like in a yellow, th- like, hallway. Throne, almost throne yeah. room, church kind yeah, of deal, right? where he kind of, I don't know, does he explain this to you the same yeah, way? he does. And okay. it,
0: it's, like, I would say for the first three hours of the game, I had forgotten. So, like, Undertale came out in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. I stayed away from it, and I think at the time I knew there were different playthroughs. Yeah. And I kind of assumed there was a twist. Right. But I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So, when I found out what the twist was that you're about to say, yeah. I was legitimately floored. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, Oh no! <laughs> because what is what is he? So reveal? he
1: pretty much reveals that. So your level or LV LV, LV is not love. LV, it's not love. It's well, it's love, but it stands for level of violence. Yeah, and then what? Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah. and then your EXP
0: was actually execution points.
1: Yes, yes, for how many people you've killed essentially. Yeah. So for me because i had no no love and i had no experience points he was like no actually like you're you're a good guy like he rated me and he was like yep you're good like he had no issues with he was like oh i i believe like you know i believe
0: you can do it blah 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 and he was yeah we went to dinner did he take you to dinner he did take me to dinner before then oh
1: yeah maybe it was before then cuz
0: you get to hang out with him once or twice where mm-hmm. he, you find out that he is like this you start to surmise that, like, you're not exactly what you're like, performing. yeah, that yeah, yeah. you're, you're kind of like the master Roshi of this world. Mm-hmm. Sorry to call back to Dragon Ball Z <laughs> again, but like, you're not a simpleton, right? Who likes to have ha ha yuck yuck times, like, you're all about right. wisdom and you understand everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. You kind of get that when you. I think I had like a drink with him at the bar. And- okay.
1: No, he took me to dinner at the hotel. Yes, he okay, did. He did. So Do that- I think two YouTube?
0: opportunities. Snowden, I had a drink with him yeah. in the bar. And then, uh, when I got to, um, to the hotel, yeah, he did that too. Him.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then he, cause he had mentioned that time that like, he told me a story about like when he, he found a door and he could just, and he knocked at it and then there would be a woman's voice on the other side of it. Did he tell you the story? No. Um, so he told me a story about, uh, you know, he found this door deep in the forest. Uh, he would knock at it, and no one would come. And then he would practice knock knock jokes on it, just like knock knock. Oh, he did actually, yeah. Tell this and one. then so he would, and then he eventually there was a woman's voice on the other side of the door. Um, and then, uh, and then she eventually like told knock knock jokes back and back and stuff. But I'll uh, I'll tell you about where that cam where that kind of comes into play later. So
0: do we talk then about the Asgore fight? Fight? Yeah. So I think it's really cool because. Um, the Asgore fight, you enter his throne room that's full of flowers mm-hmm. and it's essentially just like, yeah, I guess we're going to do this. And he, what does he say to you? Not about wash. It's going to be like a dentist appointment. Yeah. He, he's he's like, I he's don't pretty, worry like clinical about yeah, it. I'm going to take your soul. I'm going to get through this door. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You'll be I'd fine. I'd
1: offer you tea, but like, there's really no point. Like, yeah.
0: So he starts the battle. Yeah. And And does something very
1: unique. Yes, he, like, stabs away the mercy option. You do not have the option to spare him.
0: He breaks the third wall and is like, this mercy option, nope. Pretty much the whole game gets third wall broken after this
1: point. But, like, um, yeah, so he... uh, smash is the thing you pretty much have to fight him mm-hmm. so even in my playthrough i had to fight oh god there was so i only had i had like a small dagger and i think i had like uh, something for defense and stuff like that like um but i've never used an item before how did you win this game <laughs> so um lots of healing items yeah um and then uh you could do struggle or it was either talk or struggle or something i think you talk three yeah. times and it permanently lowers his attack and defense. Okay. Um so it kind of helped. Um but yeah, no, it was hard. I died a lot. Um fighting him. I like each time I died, when I would talk to him, you would say you tell Asgore that this is the fourth time that you that he's killed you and Asgore Ascor looks sad and then then he'll drop his attack. You know what I mean? Like so pretty much like you keep wow. yeah, just keep and so the number it was like 5 times, 6 times, 7 times. Like I just kept dying. Um eventually I did get through it. So, um, you, and you have to attack. So when you, attack, I, this was the first time I attacked anything. It's pretty much the same. Like, it's like a line that goes through, um, and you have to like hit it. Like so in the it's right all, spot?
0: It's all weapon dependent, right? Oh, so okay. if if you have like the toy dagger, for example, it's just like imagine... Um, I don't want to say like a DDR, but it, it's very much like a rhythm game style. Oh, uh, okay. Like triangle, uh, 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 rectangle <laughs> that you have to hit in the middle to oh, get the okay. most yeah, damage. okay, yeah. That's kind
1: of how I mine was too. But
0: depending on the weapon, you might have a weapon that brings four lines that you have to oh, like okay. subsequently be like bop, 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 oh. bop, and you get more damage if you hit it in the I center. I was just hitting the center. I didn't Some realize. Some of them as well, you have to like press the button once and then it'll be like hit a, a bunch of times on the actual like it depends but it does have that same basic like layout. rectangle gotcha. layout with a little bit of variation in interesting
1: between. okay so yeah i eventually got his health down to like minimal i think it was like one or two or it, like got really really low yeah and then it was pretty then he pretty much like you could give him you have the option to kill or mercy Yep. um so he pretty much you know it's like hey you won whatever just kill me whatever i kept hitting mercy over
0: and over again. Did you hit kill? Yeah, right away. Oh my god. I, I I thought about it for a second, but then I was like, I'm a bad, bad man. I'm just gonna like follow through
1: with this. So I went mercy, 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 and then Flowey ends up killing him.
0: What? Yep. Okay Flowey so Flowey
1: jumps in and murders him.
0: So this is when things are gonna separate. Yeah, so what happens to you? um you kill him and then what so then Flowey like enters the picture okay and all six of the souls that yes. were left kind of go around yes yeah, so this still
1: happens to me too but Flowey did the killing i didn't do it
0: okay so i did the killing and Flowey's like what did i tell you this world is kill or be killed right and then yeah and then the screen goes black yeah is that what happens yeah you? i think so okay and then what happens after that Okay. Do you have
1: to reload into the game? I'm I'm confused. I'm confusing my end game stuff.
0: Okay, because did you not fight Flowey? No, ever. I, d- I did, but uh, I. What happens is you you load out of the game. So essentially, it's like fades to black, mm-hmm. and you start with the the, the main screen again, except. And it, this scared the living crap out of me the first time it happened. The screen glitches.
1: Yeah, it glitches and it's weird and it goes
0: crazy. Yep. Was there not a flowy fight before that though? No, or no, no. I do not fight flowy first. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to think if I had a flowy. Fight. What I'm what I'm getting from this though is that you didn't get a, like a true pacifist run. So
1: I looked this up. Okay. Um, you have to finish the game on neutral first. At least once.
0: Oh, no. You
1: don't have to do another whole playthrough, though. Okay. So, um, essentially what happens is I fight Photoshop Flowey, which is wow, what terrifying, a th-
0: insane
1: madness
0: of a boss. Describe like- the art style, because it breaks <laughs> the art style of the game. And it's uh, someone described it as like Donkey Kong Country style. Yes, a little bit. Like graphics. Yeah. But it's this grotesque like flower that has vines and have like you ever claws. done one of those
1: projects in school where you have to like cut out things from a magazine and like paste it onto a shoe box and it's supposed to represent you and you put stuff that represents you in this box yeah i'm assuming this is a school thing that other people have done this is what photoshop flowery looks like it's yeah. like pasted on pieces of different things onto a thing to it's pretty much like this big overarching Green claw, leafy thing with, like, four eyes and tubes and...
0: If you've watched the original Toy Story and you go into Sid's room, (laughs) this would be, like, a creation in Sid's room. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's so disgusting and grotesque. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Um, And you have
1: to fight this thing. Yes. So, uh, what ends up happening? He keeps, like, killing you over and over and over again. And, like, every time I died, he would say uh well
0: he would start skipping because you yeah time i think you go once in, you hit
1: certain levels of the fight you could you continue off yeah like, but
0: even though like the first time you will see him talk again yeah but the second time you go you in, just go straight, into the you fight. go straight into the fight yeah and like you said you checkpoint yeah the you kind of
1: checkpoint certain points in the fight and
0: he also plays with loading and singing. yes
1: he messes up your yeah it's pretty well it's pretty wonky
0: like it like Psychomantis, like how that Psychomantis screws with you in Metal Gear, where okay. it looks at your controller and like yeah, looks yeah, at yeah. your memory card. Like this will load you. So at some point, imagine like a VCR ticker in the bottom, yeah, where it's like save slot two, yep. load slot two, yeah. and it's actually moving your character, your little heart, yep. and putting you in harm's way of damage. Yes, so, so like
1: th- it shifts around, it like messes with the game, and it's I couldn't. Im- I played this on my Switch, so like. I knew that this is part of the game, but I could only imagine if I was playing this on PC thinking like, oh my God, this is messing with my computer. Like this game is like glitched and I'm getting viruses, right? Like it doesn't like it's, it's glitching out really bad. Like I could only imagine what the initial reaction would be like to that. Knowing that it was on my switch. I was kind of like, and I guess you have to actually like reset the game with in like if it was PC,
0: I'm assuming you want to hear a funny story. What? So I deleted my Switch save. You what? Thinking you had to read like yeah. So <gasps> I, before you get to the flowy fight, um, you actually get this black screen that I didn't realize. Like I thought, oh no, like I I did this because I didn't read up on what the genocide run was. Right, right, right. So I thought, oh, I, I killed almost everyone, so maybe I'm on this genocide run, and I'm a bad bad boy. So like maybe my my reward is this black screen that I can't get out right. of. Right. So I. I started to read into it, but I didn't know what to look for. I didn't know how to type in, like, genocide run, right, blah, right, blah, right, blah, right. blah. So, so, I just Googled, and the first thing I found was, yeah, you need to delete your save. <sighs> because, and I think
1: that's because of the PC version. And, is like and that. for
0: some of the, like, for we'll explain it later, but for some of the runs in order to get a certain outcome yeah. you actually have to delete all of your save files right? because once you no, I'll Wait, explain it now once you do a genocide run yes, you you, have you to reset permanently marked as like I did a genocide run right. and it affects all of your all runs. of your pr- later games Even you can never you get do-
1: the true and the true pacifist ending you cannot get if you've done a genocide run first yes
0: so I thought like oh I guess this is the end of the game like maybe if I t- delete my save it's like Doki Doki literature club right uh, yes spo- and I won't spoil it it, but, like, there's elements yes, of that exactly. in Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, so I thought, oh, I'm just going to delete save. Where you my play save. with the save files and stuff. Yeah. So I deleted my Switch save. Oh my God. So I want to shout out. F- Flowey's time machine which is on uh, GitHub and it actually will um, help you rebuild your save file on PC okay so I actually finished the game on PC (gasps) really oh my gosh yes so thanks to Flowey's time machine I finished the game on PC which was nuts which was the Flowey fight I I think I stared
1: at a blank screen for a good minute or two before I was like do I have to reset do I have to reset do I have to reset
0: and then like it would kick back in because one of the endings and this is the the true genocide ending will draw You into like a black screen where you actually have to let it just let it sit idly right until it just like really creepily laughs at you. I watched the video and I was just—I was so terrified. It does a
1: really good job of being scary. Like,
0: <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be
1: scary, right? I know it does, and like because you like you legit think you're wrecking your like your save files, your games, like your progress is gone. Like it does a good job of really of playing me-
0: with all of your exactly expectations breaking that gaming. fourth wall really really well, right? So. Yeah, I played it last night okay. and I finished it last night, and I was terrified. I couldn't even go into the basement. Afterward. <gasps> like I'd, I'd given blood. So like I was a little lightheaded <laughs> and I, I was afraid to go into the basement because I just didn't like, yeah, I just, I, don't know. Oh my I God, didn't want to do funny. it. I didn't want to do it.
1: Yeah. So like I was playing it on my switch It eventually like reset. Um, and like you go through the flowey fight and, um, eventually I get to the end of the flowy fight. Um, and you have the option to kill or mercy, kill or mercy. So constantly I'm like mercy, 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 mercy. And eventually, Flowey's like, why are you doing this? Like, I've done terrible things. Why are you, like, giving me any kind of mercy at all? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, Flowey... Okay, so if you've done everything good in terms of a pacifist run at that point, like, you've completed the game on a neutral ending. You're good. Mm -hmm. Flowey actually jumps back in and gives you a tip to give you the real ending. Um, And that tip was, you need to go back to Alphys... And pretty much, like, just like I did with Papyrus and Undyne, you had to go back and date Alphys, oh. and you had to go back and, like, become friends with Alphys properly.
0: Because you need three different, um, you need to date three or four different characters yeah, to get it, the it, final ending. It, That's it, wild. It's, it's,
1: it's Undine, Papyrus, and, and Alphys, but Alphys, pretty much, you can't even unlock this unless you complete a neutral ending first. Wow. So, Essentially, what happens is you're brought back into the game, and uh, you pretty much could go right back to Asgore and fight him again. Like You continue off from your last save, I think. Or you might be on a bed of flowers. I can't remember. Either way, um, you uh, go back through, and you get a phone call from Undyne. So this phone call from Undyne doesn't trigger unless you've already done a neutral... Went like you've won neutrally so
0: this is something that you did not experience no but that you looked no up no, no i did this oh you did. yeah this. i did this
1: so um it pretty much and i didn't look this up afterwards once i'd beaten the game because i knew i had not killed anyone and i was getting toward i it, i thought i was at the pacifist ending in reality i hadn't reached it yet um so i looked this up after the fact the fact that like oh i guess you have to complete a neutral ending before you get the real pacifist ending mm-hmm. and this is what i did so the game, uh, you have to, it's held. Flowey pretty much says you need to go back to Alphys on your way back to Alphys. There's only one route back to outfits to Alphys. Um, undine calls you and says, Hey, I need you to deliver something. So go see undine. Who's living at Papyrus's house. Um, so you have to go all the way back there. So you take the, the riverboat. Did you? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you take the riverboat back to Snowden, go talk to Papyrus. She gives you a letter and wants you to give it to Alphys. So you go back to the hotlands, go back to Alphys's lab, slip the letter under the door and Alphys reads it. You don't know what's in the letter. Um, the letter essentially says like, Hey, you're cute. I want to date you. (laughs) Um, so Alphys thinks you want to date. Oh, this game is so funny. When in reality, it's actually Undyne who wants to date Alphys. Yeah. Um, so you then end up going on a date with Alphys. Um, Oh, Oh wait, first you actually, then you explore before you on the date with Alphys, the true laboratory, true laboratory down below. Um, and this is where you kind of gain some more knowledge about the lore of this story and what happened. Mm-hmm. Essentially Alphys was in found out that by experimenting on monsters and experimenting on humans that fell down into the into the underground that she could extract determination uh, from what you would call determination from the human souls yep. and was trying to inject them into monsters so that they could be strong enough to survive passing through the barrier. Yep. Um, and, uh, pretty much you have to then, uh, go around the, uh, true laboratory and find a bunch of different keys. You actually end up fighting a bunch of like, uh, amalgamated monsters, yep. which are really creepy and terrifying. And there's kind of ghost like things. And they're it's kind of like you're, you're fighting like one, random encounter like three times and like you have to try to figure out it's the same idea it's still trying to figure out what act to do right yeah um alphys eventually admits to everything was tired of lying about it um and that's why she's been so like fidgety and everything like that because she was taking monsters off of like the streets and experimenting on them and then they were turning into these disgusting amalgamations and then couldn't tell anyone like what happened to their children
0: isn't that how you find out what Flowey truly yes. is. So
1: it turns out that Flowey in reality was Azriel who is the child of uh, Toriel and Asgore and that is what Flowey actually was. So Flowey was like a weird amalgamation thing with Azriel's soul. Trapped inside of it.
0: But isn't also the child that dies soul a part of Flowey yeah, as well? Yeah, so I think it's a case of... I thought that Flowey was a physical manifestation. I wrote this down because I wanted to make yeah. sure it was right. Flowey is a physical manifestation of the souls of Asriel and the child in a plant's body.
1: Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Because I'm assuming that that must be what it is. Because I, I can't remember the exact details. But yeah, like essentially you find out that Flowey is Asriel, right? Yeah. So before we get too much farther, you go on a date with... Um, uh, Alphys. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to the junkyard. Alphys comes out in like a dress. Um, she's all done up and nice and everything like that. You find out that Alphas actually really likes Undyne this whole entire time. She doesn't <laughs> like you. So you're the middleman. Yeah, pretty much. And then Undyne shows up and then they pretty much like kind of like. Start not dating, but like at least almost try to admit to each other that they might like each other. But essentially, you've got you have increased your like friendship with um, Alphys, and you do a date kind of scenario thing again. It's the same kind of idea. Mm-hmm. You do a date scenario again, but uh, Alphys pretty much realizes that, like, hey, I've done some bad things with all this experimenting, and I need to just kind of be alone and find myself. But that still counts as like gaining that friendship. You did the date, yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Once you've done that, then you go back and you fight Asgore. Yep. Um, now, instead of fighting Asgore, Toriel shows up. Because I never killed her, unlike oh. you did. And Toriel, because I've gotten... This is the true pacifist ending. Toriel yep. shows up, stops Asgore from fighting you. Um, so you don't even have to do the fight. Um, Toriel pretty much like scolds him and says like, what were you doing? <laughs> like like ex-wife kind of angry yep. at you, right? Um, and then... Uh, Ends up happening that uh, all your main characters start showing up. So Asgore's there, Toriel's there, Papyrus and Sans show up. Um, turns out that the story that Sans tells you about the knock knock jokes at the door was Toriel on the other side. Oh, so they meet for the first time. They're like, I recognize that voice, right? So they meet for the first time. Undyne shows up. Um, Alpha shows up. Even like Metaton's like leg kind of sh- peers into the corner, like yep. briefly. Um, and so. Uh, what ends up happening is they're all there, you know, we're like, hey, we're going to do this together, whatever. Flowey shows up, gra- kills pretty much everyone, and like takes their souls, all the monsters, and the souls of the humans that um, Asgore was going to take. Yeah, And it's once again this crazy boss fight. So like insane boss fight with um, uh, Photoshop Flowey. Yep. Um, oh, so yeah. So it's really bad. Um, but uh, essentially what ends up happening is... Uh, Flowey is, um, I think it... Yeah, it goes Photoshop Flowey, and you have to then fight little mini fights with the souls of each of your friends. So you have to do a little mini Undyne fight where Undyne can't really remember what's going on because she's kind of this weird amalgamation doesn't understand, right? So you do these little mini fights that are reminiscent of their actual fights, and then you unlock them all. They all try to save you, and then... uh, they everyone kind of you're you're down to like you're no health like at this point yes. you're pretty much like not uh you're not going to survive they all protect you in different ways uh and in the end um Flowey turns out to actually be asriel then you have to do a fight with asriel
0: whoa so
1: and this fight's like kind of crazy like there's a lot of multicolor. like it's like flashy multicolor. yes I've um it, like really Rainbow. psychedelic rainbowy stuff um, and it's really hard, but the act options are: uh, you can either hope, yep. and hope will drop the attack for like his attack strength for the next attack, and then you can also dream. And if you dream, it actually fills your inventory with healing items. Oh wow! So it, it's pretty easy to beat as long as you stay alive long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much just uh stay alive long enough until you get to the end kind of thing. Um, and you can just, I just kept healing, kept, uh, dodging attacks and they're really hard attacks. Like there's like flashy lightning and it's like starbursts everywhere. Like probably the most amount of stuff on screen I've seen in this game. Um, some of it got actually pretty easy after a little bit, like after doing it, um, it wasn't actually that hard, but it's like very fun and psychedelic and the music was great. Once again, another like banger hit was the Asriel like fight music. Um, and then, yeah, so you end up mercying Azriel and then you, uh, Flowey or Azriel turns into young child Azriel explains that like it got caught in the Flowey body. It just wanted, you know, souls. It feels so bad about everything that it did. It releases all the souls of all your friends, but then there's not enough power because it doesn't have a soul of its own. Mm-hmm. So it dies. Um, so Flowey, Flowey slash Asriel dies and then everyone else is alive. And because, uh, and Flowey breaks the barrier Um, at the end. So Flowey breaks the barrier. Everyone goes to the surface.
0: So. And there's just amazing, like, credit sequence. Yes, just which is, like, like,
1: Pappy was going through, like, and he's driving a car, and, like, there's it's just all this fun stuff, and, like, uh, Undyne and Alphys, like, on a date at the beach, and, like, yeah, it's just great. It, it's terrific. And then, uh, so, yeah, and then you have, like, a weird final option to either go your own way or live with Toriel for the rest of your life, or at least for the time being. And so right. I stayed with my mom-slash-girlfriend, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um yeah and then that's pretty much the end of the game. It was you know what I would say that though like the game does a like I would say throughout the entire game I was kind of like taking it as like oh you know it's fine it's fun and I don't think I really realized that I cared about these characters and I cared about what was happening until the very very end mm-hmm. when like everyone was in, was there caring about me, loving me, wanting to make sure I was okay, I was wanting to make sure they're okay. Um and then saving them all at the end and we all get to like live our lives at the end and everyone gets to be free. Yeah. I think that's when the game really kind of hit me like yeah. as a like, Oh wow, this is actually something like really special. This is something that's actually like the writing is really good. The I've really grown to like the characters and I, it took a little bit of time for me to get there, but I think that true pacifist ending was really like, what kind of solidified me for really loving this game? Yeah,
0: I would say that I was like, it took me three hours to really understand why this game was special because right. I started playing it. I'm like, this is and like a just killing. Stuff. This is like a Super Nintendo RPG. Like, right. I'm not like sure it's got some great writing, but like, why is this? Yeah, why is this um the internet community's game fact greatest right. game of all time? When I don't even under like because you were playing it wrong. I was playing it wrong. yeah um you know what playing it wrong really is though yeah the genocide ending
1: right so did exactly. you read up on the genocide i ending? didn't do very much i i was kind of too sad to i didn't want to read up on it it is very sad yeah I and figured. just let me
0: give you the high level because i did not do it okay. i'm actually i've actually started a pacifist run nice as well so yeah I'm so you though. can
1: actually get to the real I'm like oh did i spoil in. it oh i guess you did say spoiler I, warning at the beginning I, I spoiled, this is your fault this is
0: my fault yeah this is reverse marketing again <laughs> Um, no, You shouldn't I, have listened I, to this podcast. I actually watched, yes, I should not listen to you talk about Undertale no, in such a good way. I actually watched a great video and I want to shout it out. And it was a video from um, the Nitro Rad YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I think he's got a hundred thousand subscribers. Like he's, he's Canadian. Okay. Um, he's from Nova nice. Scotia. Sweet. He had a very good 30 minute review on exactly. It's like an explainer for Undertale. Right. And it's a really fantastic video. You should watch it. Um, but essentially he explains what happens in the genocide run. And so in the genocide run at the end. And You kill Asgore in one shot because oh you've god. been so gotten so powerful that you just murder Asgore one shot. Oh my god! After that, you go to Flowey, and Flowey like begs for its life. It's like, it's like kill or be killed, and then you ki- start to kill Flowey. Oh my and god! And Flowey it, it begs for its life. It's like, I didn't mean not me, it anyone but me, uh, and you just like. Imagine, like, your that's sword swipe terrifying. is coming down and just, like, crushing oh. Flowey into, like, the dirt. Oh, my God. And um, that's when, like, it goes to this um this high-pitched, wailing, like, track in the throne. No. Room, and someone appears as—so you talked a lot about Asriel, and Flowey is actually the manifestation of both Asriel oh, and okay. the first child— right that yes. came down to the well so for purposes of like explaining the the lore they like to use like Chara as the number one child that right. was murdered and Frisk as your character yes because you find out that your name is actually Frisk yes and that when you named someone at the beginning of the game that
1: became the name of the character that fell in the first place yeah you
0: didn't actually name yourself right you named the first child that fell through yes and that's when the this child so Chara whatever your name explains that every time you killed someone um, I think it's like determination right. was transferred from you and making Chara more powerful. Oh, And so by the end of the game you've actually made this first child incredibly powerful and reincarnated this, this first oh child God. back to life. Yeah. Okay. And so at this point um, this child is in front of you and the, sc- the rest of the screen is black and you cannot get out of this screen like you can't hit escape oh my the god the only way you can get out of it is like if you're on windows is like alt f4 or like exit out if you're on really Switch. and then it, it essentially is like thank you for offering or thank you for like letting me achieve what i need to achieve um i want to give you the option of destroying the whole world yeah or um don't not destroying the whole world so essentially it is either erase or do not
1: Oh my God! Yeah.
0: So, and
1: if you do not, then nothing happens. Or,
0: well, no. If it says, if you say erase, Chara, this this first child that fell down the well calls you a great partner, and then like you Destroy. relish in the world's destruction. Oh my gosh! And if you if you hit do not, um, Chara's like. Since when are you the one that has control um, <laughs> <laughs> and does it anyway? So what follows, and I'm like getting tingled. Like, right. I have, I have goosebumps. Oh my on, gosh. Look at, I oh my gosh, you actually do. I have goosebumps do. on my legs. That's nuts. There's like a giant screen full of like error nines that come up. And then the, the it just like goes. I don't know what it does on Switch, but like the game on Windows even in the flowy fights, right. Will like exit the game. Will like exit. So I, I would imagine. I don't know what it does on Switch, but on PC, it just it probably the just game. like goes back to like the title screen. I something? I would imagine so. And and what this does is, if you do one of these runs, if you done a, do a genocide run, you're right. like, oh man, that was awful. I want to do like a like a pacifist run right. again. Um, what hap- what ends up happening is at the end, um, there's an additional like um, cutscene that's shown, okay. and it's you with Toriel. And Toriel brings you pie in your bed. Okay. Yeah. And you're in your bed, and imagine like you put your covers over you and then you put your covers down back and it's Chara with oh. like the red eyes oh. that come through, basically like and, and I guess the I got that ending, but
1: it literally is just like you, yeah, you just like, get the pie and you leaves and, and it's nice and happy.
0: There's a picture that's shown of all the characters that you saved. Okay. And there's like red marker just <gasps> scribbled oh on my all God. of their faces. Oh, that's terrible. And even throughout, like sans will um cuz Sans is part of this like right. one thing that i didn't explain is that as a part of the genocide ending you actually have to fight Sans. oh my gosh and he is from my understanding he can kill him? the hardest boss in the I'm entire game i'm not surprised game. yeah um but uh even throughout like Sans will allude to the fact in a in a post genocide pacifist run that like you know you you think you're all that in a bag of chips but like i know exactly what you are right so like you could play the game four times and it would be different every Every time. single time and then that's not even like I'm considering I'm sure there's tons
1: of other things that I... there's probably tons of other things that you've probably missed along the way like all these yeah. little side character things all these random quippy jokes that are along the way I wish I like maybe took more time to kind of explore in detail every character but this is what, also what I do with every game so I never finish video games yeah so like I would rather how's your Mass Effect run yeah, going yeah I know hey hey, I'm still on one um <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I like to do everything in a game because I want to experience it all. Right. And it's nice doing games for this podcast because it kind of forces me to, it gives me a deadline. Like, Hey, you need to finish this game. Um, so that you can actually be on the podcast, but also so that like you can experience it. Right. Like, and yeah, maybe I have to sacrifice not seeing everything. Um, but it's nice because then I get to actually like finish games that I wouldn't have otherwise finished, or I would have at least prolonged because I would have done everything I could possibly do. Maybe gotten bored about halfway through and Mm -hmm. then stopped playing at some point or something new came out and caught my attention.
0: I'm very excited to dive into like the, the YouTube videos, like Mm -hmm. digesting the lore because, um, I'm a, I'm a fan of the, uh, game theory series. I think I mentioned it before and, um, Matt Pat dives into, um, do you know who W, Gaster is no so he's like uh one of those like secret characters that i guess toby fox just kind of the thought initially was oh this is just like leftover code right but there's as a part of the game there's a random number generator that takes place in every single run of the game okay so it picks a number between one and a hundred okay and so there's like a only a 20 percent chance that you can have a chance at it's like hitting, yeah. Getting to this person, this, this WD gaster okay. just to understand that, like actually maybe he's the big bad guy. Interesting. It, yeah.
1: I'm going to have to, yeah, do tons of research about this because like I'm super interested, but obviously, so I guess I read online that like, because I completed um, like a uh, 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 true pacifist route Yep. Um, that I can't really, I'd have to do de- like, it gives you the option to like delete your save file so that you can start over. But at the cost of everyone going back underground, everyone losing their memories of everything that happened. And it kind of like guilts you into not doing it. Um, So you have to like feel bad about, like resetting you're going to feel bad about resetting your game because now everyone's lost their freedom they're all going to get reset mm-hmm. and there are no one is going to remember you or any of your relationships or anything like that so yeah. that's the thing like i'd love i'd love to explore this more but i think i might just do it through youtube instead
0: and the one last thing that i want to say is there's a uh, i think you you know that i'm a fan of professional wrestling yeah uh-huh um so for those of you listening who uh, are fans of professional wrestling especially new japan pro wrestling um there's actually a tie to undertale Hmm. In that uh at this year's um uh New Japan, their kind of WrestleMania, Dominion, no, it's not Dominion, Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. At their Wrestle Kingdom, uh Kenny Omega was their champion. Okay. And he said that Undertale, he played it late and it was his favorite game of like twenty seventeen. Okay. Um so he uh worked with Toby Fox on the intro to his Essentially, Wrestle Kingdom entrance. Oh, really? Yeah. they For political reasons within the wrestling company, they didn't show the full video that Kenny did it's okay. because he was leaving the company and they didn't want him to make him look the, that good on, the, gotcha. on his going out. But he worked with Toby Fox and one of the animators, I think Temi. Uh, on, yes, Temi's the other one. Temi's the other one on essentially like a New Japan Pro Wrestling story. That is based on Undertale. Oh my gosh. So if you want to look that up, it's called Kenny's Quest. Oh my gosh. Um, It is absolutely fantastic, especially if you're in like the Venn diagram of like wrestling fan and Undertale (laughs) fan. Like me, I watched it again today and I was like, oh, this is so special. Oh my gosh. And then you see his entrance where he comes in and it's like, it's playing the like um, a remix of... I think the one of the last boss battles. Okay. I just don't know if it's Asgore or if it's Asriel, but it's like a metal remix. And I'm just Regardless,
1: like, good choice.
0: Oh, yeah. this is so good. Oh my gosh. But yeah, those are the, the two things. Um, check out Nitro Rad's video uh, or his video on the game and then Kenny's quest. It's like four minutes long and it's fantastic. Nice. That's awesome. Um, do you have any final thoughts about Undertale? Um,
1: I think I kind of briefly touched upon it, but I think like... This game surprised me. I don't know... Like, I knew it was a game I wanted to play. Um, going through the bulk of the game, I don't know if I, like, appreciated it at the time. I was more like, eh, just going through the motions. But I think once I got to the end and once you actually hit that, like, true pacifist ending and you, like... I don't know. The re- it, it really does, like, pull at your heartstrings. It's wholesome. It's It does great writing. The characters are hilarious, but also, like there's some like realness in there too. Like Alphys is going through stuff and like Papyrus is, you know what I mean? They all have their reasons for the way that they are. Right. And it's a lot smarter writing than I I thought it was going to be, especially like looking at it at face value. Right. So, um, highly recommended. I loved it. Um, I, yeah, I definitely am going to dive deep into all the YouTube things I could possibly find now because like, yeah, I'm really wanting to, know more about the game but i don't want to play it again because i don't want to erase my save file because everyone is happy and that's the way it should be
0: could always get it on computer as well and do a genocide run oh my god all and time then timelines. never look it again no
1: nope. no genocide run i'm no on murder. pc no i don't care okay i'm not gonna kill them
0: uh They're i friends i <laughs> i was explaining this earlier that i you think not i well i guess i kill friends then <laughs> oh no yeah you should watch out i'm leaving now <laughs> you should go um <laughs> I love Undertale as a game. Sometimes it's tough mm-hmm. from like a gameplay perspective to like stay invested because it's very simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, what I appreciate is that you will not get undertale in any other medium yeah i think i've said it a few other times on this podcast when we play games that like do things that they mess with your save they mess with the world they break the fourth wall yeah like that's there's not something like this no there are very few game experiences that i can think of that you know play with the rules of the game Mm -hmm. and also just tell like a really good engaging story that just breaks your expectations yes. of what it's going to be i had no clue what i was getting myself yeah me into. neither i
1: had absolutely no idea i'm just
0: like i want to play undertale yeah and uh i'm just really glad that i did because i can now just spend hours and hours watching youtube videos people like piecing it all together yeah um play undertale um toby fox has a new game coming out the first chapter is out delta rune yes which oh. is
1: like an and like anagram is that the what the different spelling it spelling it out yeah. yeah so it pretty much spells undertale but it's flipped around so i don't is it like
0: a sequel i don't even know what the deal is with it i I just read the the wikipedia page real fast and what's funny is you can get the first chapter for free oh okay yeah so if you are listening to this you've played undertale and you're interested about his toby fox's games you can grab delta ruin the first chapter is available on most platforms for free Mm. and it is not they're saying it's not in the same world as as undertale but in undertale there is a ruin called the delta ruin okay um, oh okay like two words That's just alluded to. Right. Um, But apart from that, it's it's inspired by, but it's not the same battle system. Right. It's not the same characters, even though there's a character called Toriel in this game too. (laughs) But Undertale is a very good video game. Yes.
1: Okay. So I guess, Jacob, if I wanted to talk to more people about you know, Undertale and like their experiences playing this game. Where can I do that?
0: Uh, so there's this cool thing on the left behind game club website. You can go to left game club, click on the discord button Ooh. on the website and you can enter into our left behind game club discord, uh, on that discord. Um, there's something like, I don't know, 30 or 40 people yeah. that like actively talk about the different games that they're playing, but also talk about the shows that we've put together. So I want to shout out Noltron Thirty Thirty, who gave us a few questions that we answered throughout the show. Who's your favorite character? What is your favorite monster encounter? Um, and what level and experience do you have currently? We kind of answered them throughout. Mm-hmm. If you want to ask us questions or interact directly with us, that is the place to do it. Again, left behind game club, enter our discord and, uh, can see all the hot deals we're sharing and all the fun video game stories hot we're deals. sharing hot deals the hottest <laughs> deals hottest uh travis if people want to find you on the internet where can they do so i am at travis Colnut on twitter c-o-l-e-n-u-t-t N-U-T-T. and you can find me at jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms uh, i do a lot of tweeting though so you might want to check me out there and in the words of michael ruffalo that my friends is one less game left behind